Welcome to the With Clarity and Purpose podcast with your host, Janet Borrego. Each week, I bring you an inspiring person or message to empower you to live life on your terms so you can be who you want to be, do what you are meant to do, and have the life you deserve to have. We will provide you with practical and cutting-edge approaches to continue getting clarity and direction on your path, mastering your mindset, and gaining confidence to tap into your inner wisdom so you can live on purpose. Today, I'm celebrating with all of you my first year of full-time entrepreneurship. Literally, it was a year ago, April 20th, 2021, when I voluntarily transitioned from my full-time six-figures corporate career into full-time entrepreneurship to do what I truly loved and believed on, to fulfill my purpose, which is helping you find yours and helping you live a fulfilled, joyful, happy, and a life of meaning more than anything, an intentional life. It was so crazy. I cannot believe it has been a year. This is something, I'm going to be honest, that makes me so proud of because I've always said I knew that this was going to be my path since nine years ago when I put a step on my first corporate job. I'm like, this is not it. I know I studied for five years and a half chemical engineering. And I just know that this is not it. And it's totally okay because I get to redefine what I want my story to be. And some of you know this, but the biggest trigger for me to make the transition happen was that last year, my uncle passed away from cancer. It was a very sad and impactful moment for me, a moment that really taught me that we live once, we know that. But also about time, the only time we have to pursue our purpose and to live at our highest potential, it is right now. We don't have a second guaranteed. We don't have a minute. We don't have one hour guaranteed. So why not take care of that right now? And in this episode, I'm really going to open up the curtains. This is like behind the scenes, everything, the beautiful, the ugly, the challenges, the highlights. I'm going to be fully transparent because I want my story to inspire you because I truly believe that if I did something like this, and maybe your story may be different, it doesn't matter, right? But I want to show you that you can do anything that you put your mind into because between you and I, there is no difference, my friend. We have the same resources. We have the same mind, body. I mean, we have all the resources we need already to succeed. And I'm not special. I'm just like you, I promise. Now, something that I haven't, of course, said publicly because it was more of a personal decision. When I decided to leave my corporate job, I was also given the option of taking a one-year leave because that's how amazing the company that I used to work for is. They are very progressive. They are all about you pursuing what you love, what moves you. They're always talking about be your authentic self, be who you are, don't try to be anyone else. So when I gave the news in my corporate job, honestly, everyone was very supportive. And a lot of people saw it coming because 
I'm very transparent. How you see me here, like anywhere I go, I just show up how I am. I don't have different personas, etc. I just try to be as authentic as possible. I try to keep it simple for myself and for others. And I remember when I communicated the decision, some people were like, oh, we kind of saw it coming because I would talk about my coaching clients and I would be taking my personal trainings when I was on vacation. So they clearly knew how passionate I was about coaching and helping people to find their truth. And they gave me an option, right? They were like, hey, we don't want you to leave, obviously. So why you don't take a one-year leave of absence, unpaid, of course, and you focus on building your business. And after one year, if you decide to come back, you're totally welcome. And if not, we are supportive, right? We just want you to have flexibility. And I was like, are you serious? Like I was checking with HR. So I'm taking one year off as an inactive employee. I'm not getting paid or receiving benefits or anything. I'm taking one year off to work on what I love. And after one year, I still have the possibility of coming back. And I was like, wow, kind of a safety net. And I was like, sure. I mean, I'll I'll take it. My intention, and I was very transparent with everyone since the beginning. And again, they were fully supportive. My intention was never to come back, not because I hated it, all the opposite. I get asked about Accenture all the time, and I always say, I love that company. The culture, the clients, the work really pushes the limit of, it challenges you mentally, which that's what we want, which is consulting. I loved every aspect of it. Of course, there are days like anyone that you're like, oh my God. But I loved every aspect of the company. And they always talk about you being truly human. It was a big lesson for me because I thought before joining Accenture, part of me thought that in my corporate job, I couldn't be fully myself. I couldn't be talking all my side business and stuff. And when I joined my last corporate job, Accenture, I mean, I realized that I could be myself at work. And I don't know, I just appreciate them so much for that. And yeah, I took that as a safety net. I was very transparent since the beginning. My plan is not to come back. I'm taking it because why not? It's something that I've never done. So we'll see one year from now. But my intention is not to come back, right? And I was transparent with HR, my career counselor, which I'm really grateful for, which is my mentor too. And then literally the one year started on April 19th, if I remember well. So April 20th of 2021 was my first day as a full-time entrepreneur. And now a year has passed. I'm sure you're wondering, what is the decision that you took, right? Because I needed to take a decision. Do I go back to Accenture or do I follow my original plan, which is going to continue into full-time entrepreneurship, which again, this past year has been full-time entrepreneurship to its maximum, right? And I have to recognize when the decision, like by January, I knew I had to make a decision. And honestly, I had made the decision in my mind, right? This was nothing that I was like, I'm going to go back to Accenture. But by January, my mind started going crazy. I honestly started to freak out. I need to make a decision. Um, I don't know if I can do that. All those unconscious habits or triggers that come back to you. And 
fear starts crippling because your unconscious mind knows that the time is coming to take the decision, to make the decision. And I was like, oh my God, okay, okay, what do I do? And of course, I would be telling my fiance, I mean, I'm so thankful for him because he has always been there listening at me (laughs) in the moments that are great, in the highs, in the lows, like in every moment. And I've had both of them, of course. I remember just being in such a bind. I'm like, oh my God, okay, I love what I'm doing and I'm doing really well, given that it's my first year. And if I go back, I have that six-year check, I have my benefits, because medical insurance is something that, I mean, when you become an entrepreneur, is in the top of your mind because it's so expensive and not high quality if you are taking medical insurance as a small business owner or maybe as an individual. So I had all these thoughts and I'm like, oh my God, I mean, I love the culture, I love the work, but wait, I'm building my business. So all these thoughts, as you can imagine, as you can imagine, this is such a big decision and more because I've voluntarily decided to do this, right? So there is even more pressure from myself. And I remember just thinking, okay, I'm going to contact one of my coach mentors there. He's like a mentor and a coach. And of course, he happily agreed to meet with me. I met him at Accenture. Again, I'm so thankful for everything that I learned back in my corporate job and all the people that I connected. And I met with him. And I'm telling you, having a coach, I'm not telling you this because I'm a coach, but having a coach put things into perspective. And I truly believe coaches need coaches too, if you want to continue growing. But having a coach to put things into perspective and look at the situation from a more objective eye, a more objective filter is so important. He immediately asked me, okay, Janet, if you decide to go back, are you doing that because of fear or are you doing that because that is something you are aspiring to do based on the version of you that you want to be five years from now? And I remember thinking of myself, oh my God, this is exactly what I tell my clients. <laughs> and it was that moment of like, okay, I need to take my own medicine, y'all. And he asked me that question. And I was like, if I go back, it's because of fear. No question about it. It's not something that I'm aspiring to do, something that I'm aspiring to be. I looked at my career avatar and aim, which is the five years versions of myself. And I'm like, yes, nowhere in there says that, of course, I'll be in corporate, right? And I'm like, okay, I took my decision. I'm ready. We had a conversation, et cetera. And he brought me back to my foundation. He brought me back to the original driver that I had. He brought me back to my purpose, really, which I always knew. And sometimes you may have some hiccups and you may doubt yourself. That's why I always say in almost every episode, it's so important that you have a longer term direction that guides your shorter term decisions. It is so important. And I do that with my coaching clients, with my digital course students, like everyone, everyone that I can do that with. Because it has helped me so much really to set the tone and the direction for my life, my career, my relationships, everything else. So after that, I think was two weeks after I had dinner with my counselor, you know, in my corporate job, and I communicated my decision. I was kind of like, oh, I think this is it, but I'm not sure. But I finally communicated my decision officially. So at this time that you're listening at the podcast episode, yeah, probably I'm not an inactive employee anymore. I'm fully, (laughs) 
fully I cut ties for now, uh, hopefully in the future too, with corporate America. Again, not because I hated it, but because I was aspiring to something better. It was hard, y'all, because I left something great and amazing for something great and greater for me because it's what is aligned with myself. It's what makes me happy, what makes me fulfilled. It is when you make the leap of faith, it's called leap of faith for a reason, you're really making the decision based on the potential. Like any investment, right? Hey, you purchase a stock because you believe in the potential. You invest in a, in a business because you believe in the potential. So many times we forget about that potential of what the human being can create. And I believe in my own potentials. I'm all in, my friends. So I wanted to celebrate with you again that today marks the day of one year full-time entrepreneurship. And I'm going strong. I'm not leaving anytime soon. I'm not leaving at all, y'all. This is for life. I always say that to everyone. But yeah, having a coach in that moment when I was kind of like being confused or operating out of fear, it helped me so much. And I love what one of my mentors says. Sometimes you need to loan that courage from someone else, from a friend or a mentor or a coach, because fears will kick in and will distort the reality that we are creating, that we want to create at the end of the day. So, okay, I hope you're ready for the highlights, challenges, lessons learned, because that's what we're going to do just right now, my friends. I'm going to start with the challenges, then highlights, and then lessons learned, okay? Are you ready? And again, I'm sharing all of these because I want to be transparent and if this is something or maybe a version of this or whatever you're interested on, all these lessons I think are applicable to every stage of life, every stage of career, so you can live a purpose-driven life because that's what we are all about, aren't we? Okay, the first one, I would say that transitioning from my corporate career to the one year of full-time entrepreneurship, I think one of the challenges was being vulnerable, being vulnerable with the roadblocks or the challenges I faced with my partner in a main sense, because entrepreneurship is such a journey where you have to pivot, you have to troubleshoot, you have to create the way that hasn't been created for you, right? When you look at corporate, you have a structured approach, you have mentorship for the most part, or at least you can find a mentor pretty quickly. At least that was my experience. There is a structure. You are under an umbrella. When you transition into full-time entrepreneurship, it is a mental game. I would say mental, heart, emotional. You go through a roller coaster of emotions sometimes because these are things that you have never done before. And if you don't have a mentor, which by the way, I haven't, I mean, I have had mentors for the digital course, but an overall mentor I haven't had. I have mentors for parts of things that I've paid for, which have been super helpful. But at the beginning, I didn't. And if you don't have that mentorship of people kind of telling you, hey, based on my experience, this is what I would do, etc. It's a little bit hard and you go through a mental and emotional roller coaster. And I'm telling you, most days in my one year, I woke up excited, ready to go. Motivation wasn't an issue for the most part. Of course, we all have days where we are like, oh, I don't feel motivated. I've had those, like, <laughs> to be completely transparent. But for the most part, it was more of a drive of like, 
I know my purpose. I want to help and serve people. Let's do it. And I think whenever I was in the lows, like mentally and emotionally, of course, my partner is the person who is the closest to me. Like you all know who have partners. And I think being fully vulnerable and just even asking him to allow that safe space for me to communicate what I was going through, I think that was one of the things that was the most challenging for me. Because, I mean, my mom lives with us, but she was in Cuba. So she has been in Cuba for the last two months. She just came back. So, I mean, I really appreciate my fiance. He had to like listen at a lot of the mental and emotional things that I was struggling with, mainly that period that I was freaking out because I needed to make a decision like (laughs) ASAP. Definitely, I think the vulnerability of that piece and something that I still struggle with and I'm trying to calibrate is also being vulnerable or like there was this other coach that she asked me, hey, who do you call whenever you need to, I don't know, whenever you need to talk about your challenges or problems? And my response was like, well, I just figured it out myself. And I've always been that person that I figured out myself and I want to give the example to my clients and I want to coach myself. And let's be honest, sometimes you just need someone listening, right? So I'm working on that because I'm a human being. So we're all working on something. So always finding those friends or maybe one or two friends that I feel that I can be vulnerable with them and I can share my lows, not only my highs, and that they are receptive. I think that has been one of my challenges. Um, Of course, I mentioned making the final decision of after the first year, yes, I want to continue being a full-time entrepreneur. That was a really stressful moment for me because I was kind of confused, but not because I don't like what I'm doing, but you can imagine, right? Choosing between comfort and being uncomfortable and figuring out the way That's never an easy choice and it requires a lot of intention and awareness to decide the right one for you. And in this case, for me, which a lot of times is a challenging one, right? But we are here in life, hey, to take an adventure, create uh, something that we are proud of. So I'm all about that. I think the other challenge, which can be a challenge and a highlight, is doing things you have never done before. I mean, literally doing things you have never done before. The first thing that I can think of that really pushed me out of my comfort zone the most (laughs) was creating my digital course. Not even creating it. was the whole marketing, the sales, pre-selling my course, then giving the master classes, then introducing my course at the end of the master. There are so many components that honestly, if you're someone looking in the outside, you see a few pieces and there is so much going on just to make sure this course is comprehensive and it serves people the right way. And even in the creation process, oh my God, the many weekends that I've worked, the many hours that I've worked, I cannot compare that with my corporate job. Like I rarely, my corporate job, I rarely worked more than two hours on a weekend, to be honest with you. I had a really good work-life balance. And when you transition to entrepreneurship, that's a different game because now you're doing something that you love. You're doing something that you're personally invested in. You are such a different energy. And at the same time, I literally had to be careful with that because there were some times that I felt burnt out because I was working so much on the weekends and I had to 
set aside some time for myself. I literally had days that I worked on the weekend. I remember one day, Sunday, 1 a.m. And believe me, I'm someone that goes to bed at 9 p.m. usually. So that was hard for me. And I remember that Monday, I was so, I don't know, I was so exhausted that I just took it off. I took off Monday and Tuesday. I'm like, okay, I'm done. I need to rest. I need to feed my mind and soul so I can continue. So I think just being able to integrate your business with your life. And by the way, at the same time, Cody and I are planning our small wedding with our family in Hawaii. I call it elopement, but it's really a small wedding because they'll be there. And we are planning the honeymoon and I'm building my business and we're trying to be healthier. Like all these things that you are trying to improve on and grow, sometimes naturally they can be overwhelming. So I think that has been a challenge for me, just defining the line between work and personal and being more intentional with that. I mean, we have a puppy too. So many things have changed in one year, y'all, which I'm very happy for. And at the same time, a lot of change can be challenging. I mean, my mom going to Cuba because my grandma passed away, like all these things. Of course, most of the time you see the business part on Instagram, on social media, on this podcast, and there are so many personal things happening, right? And that's what I want to share with you. I want to be as vulnerable as possible. So those, I would say those are the key challenges. The other part was about the community. When you leave corporate, as I mentioned, you don't have a structure that you're falling under. You have yourself. So you have to create your community. You have to tap into different communities. Yeah, you have to find your tribe, your mentors. You got to define your own direction because the way is not set for you. You have to create it as you go. So those are the key challenges, I would say. The highlights. Okay, in the highlights, I want to give a quick overview and I want to celebrate with you because I've done a lot this year, y'all. So this is part of like celebrating and recognizing our wins. And I want to be an example for you too. So of course, I continued with my one-on-one coaching practice because that's the core of my business. And I know many coaches that want to move away from one-on-one. I'm on the opposite side. I'm like, I love just working with one-on-one coaching clients. Like I just, love that one-on-one personal interaction. And I find it so fulfilling for me to be able to serve someone one-on-one. So I continue my one-on-one coaching. By the way, my one-on-one coaching practice as a business, I had started it back in 2019. I got certified for the first time as a coach in 2015, but it wasn't until 2019 that I started executing and having paid clients, right? That's when I say, When I mention business, I refer like actually having paid clients, right? So I started in 2019 while working my full-time corporate job. And that was one of the highlights, by the way, that I started while being in my full-time job because starting from scratch, like leaving your job and starting from scratch is not impossible. And it's very overwhelming. It will put a lot of stress on you. So what I always recommend is to start whatever you're passionate about, to start experimenting and gaining clarity while you're in your corporate job. If entrepreneurship is something that you're inclined to do, right? It depends on the person. So I started doing that on the side of my corporate job. I working on the weekends, working on the evenings, whatever it took. And I continue my one-on-one coaching practice, of course. I 
got a couple of speaking engagements. One of the things I wanted to do is like to serve to different communities and interact with different communities, which of course helps my business at the end of the day and helps me touch different people's lives and serve to different communities, which I'm all about. And so getting a couple of speaking engagements, started a new podcast, yes, back in October of last year, cannot believe it. And more than that, more than starting a new podcast, I've been consistent week after week, my friends, just posting an episode and also interviewing people, interviewing people who have inspiring stories. And not only that, but stories of them creating their own reality, stories of them creating a path that no one before them has created for them. It's just like literally creating your purpose-driven life and career. That's what with Clarity and Purpose is about. So start a new podcast with podcast episodes, with interviews, a YouTube channel too. By the way, if you didn't know, I have a YouTube channel where all my podcasts are because I always record video and audio at the same time. Audio I put on the podcast world and then video on YouTube. And there is also a blog. If you're a reader, there is also a blog on my website, ybcoaching.com. And you see the blog and podcast, which is the same. Okay. What else? What else? I was certified as a trainer of NLP, so I can certify people to be an NLP practitioner. And this was a three weeks intense training. It's the most intense training and personal development seminar. And believe me, I've taken a lot that I've ever been through. The most transformational training, I would say. And during that time, I was also having my coaching clients at 5 a.m. and 5.30 a.m. It was on California. So it was like 7.30 or 8 in central time. Yeah, so a lot of my clients are here. So, but some are in California too. Anyways, I was able to do everything at the same time, which it was a lot, believe me. I don't know if I would do that again because it was like nonstop. Uh, getting involved in different communities, I mentioned that, but also tapping into entrepreneurial community. One organization and space that I joined is SheSpace, which is a co-working space for female entrepreneurs and working women here in Houston. And I just love networking with everyone and seeing everyone's path. You always learn a lot from every person. And of course, I launched and created my first digital course, Discover Your Purpose program, to help all of you discover your purpose, really a simplified version of my one-on-one coaching that gets you results. It's a five-modules course. It's very comprehensive. I have weekly live (laughs) Q&As. There is a lot going on in this course, but... My purpose was to provide my students all the resources and the support they need to make that transformation happen. And while I was creating the digital course, I also invested in a digital course mentor, Amy Porterfield. She's amazing. She has this, it's called Digital Course Academy. It's this $2,000 digital course to help you create your digital course. But it's not like the digital course you would think of, of, okay, uh, three one-hour videos and that's your digital course. This is like an experience, a transformation. And it was a lot of work, but I loved it. So those are the key highlights. I'm sure I'm forgetting some, and these are business related. Of course, we got our puppy, we are getting married. Oh my God, so many things on the personal front that I'm also celebrating. 
But I would say these are the key things business-wise in my first year of entrepreneurship. And of course, I don't mention the marketing piece, the newsletters that I'm creating on the background, like the content strategy, social media. There are so many things, y'all, to being an entrepreneur. It's like, <sighs> but part of that really is delegating some things that you're not an expert on. For example, when I started my podcast, I was like, okay, I'm doing so many things and now I want to start a podcast. How am I going to make it happen? I don't even know like the audio editing software. Like, I don't know any of that, right? I can talk and I can record, but I don't know the production side of things. And I have a friend, she's actually in a mastermind with her, Kat, shout out to Kat. And she recommended me a company called Podetize that they take care of the production part of your podcast. And honestly, I decided to invest on them because producing the podcast, yes, that's something I can totally do. And it's not the area of expertise that I'm passionate about. And again, I'm doing so many things that I needed to get help somewhere. And I decided that the podcast was going to be the help that I was going to get. So literally, I record the podcast episode, the video then from the video, they extract the audio, they put on podcast, video goes to YouTube, and they transcribe it as a blog in my website. So they're such a huge help, totally something worth investing on. If you're interested, just email me and I can give you their information. Okay, and I wanted to mention something else that it has been a huge highlight. I wouldn't have been able to do this, really. Without the support of my previous corporate job, mentors, leaders, co-workers, I'm going to be totally honest, with the support of my beautiful friends that I love, my family members, my coaching clients, my students, my mentees, y'all, this has been a community effort. <laughs> I wouldn't be able to do what I'm doing and to have my small business without the help of all of you, my listeners too. So I wanted to take a moment to really say thank you from my heart because now that I'm a small business owner, I see other small business owners, I'm all about supporting them because I know what it takes <laughs> to run your small business that hopefully one day will be big. But the small business and all of you have been such a big enabler, like, oh my God, such a big foundation for me. So I really appreciate you and I appreciate you taking the time to listen to this episode, something that I'm planning on doing. I don't know if that I'll do it before the wedding, but I want to do an appreciation dinner for the people close to me that have been of huge support in this journey that has been beautiful. And at the same time, like life, it has lows and it has highs. So thank you so much. And now I wanted to take you through a quick summary of the lessons learned. I know I said a lot already, and usually these episodes are less than 30 minutes, but it's totally okay because this is my first year. <laughs> so I want to celebrate it with you. Okay, lessons learned. Community is so important. Having someone that can support you, someone or a group or whatever that is, even if it's a coach, a mentor, a friend, your partner, for me, was, of course, my partner, my friends, and tapping into a community of entrepreneurs, tapping into a community of people who are going through the same struggles and the same highlights as I am. 
And not only that, people who are more advanced that I can learn from and that we can collaborate. I think the community aspect is so important because I quickly realized that I can't do it alone. Believe me, this is, we can't do anything alone. I mean, it doesn't matter where you are in your journey. I think asking for help and even learning and being receptive to what people have to teach, which everyone has something to teach, is so important. So community, it's one for sure. And choosing the people that you're close to because Tony Robbins says, and I truly believe this, we are the average of the five people we spend the most time with. So choosing selectively the people that you want to spend your time with and also tapping into a community of people who are doing what you want to do or are doing what you're doing already. And you want to do that, of course. The second part, and I would say this is one of the most important parts. As I started my small business, right, as a coach, speaker, now digital course creator, a little bit of everything. As I started this business, I realized that it's all about serving. It's not about the money, because if not, I would have stayed in my corporate job, let's be honest. It's not about stability. It's not about anything else. It's all about serving from the heart, right? It's all about seeing the potential in people and just showing up and giving your best so you can make a huge difference in people's lives. So that's really what my driver, my motivator, and my purpose are, are serving. And I know when you think of owning your business, if that's something you want to do, a lot of people feel intimidated by the selling aspect of having a business because at the end of the day, you want to have a business that is profitable, right? (laughs) Like everyone wants to get there. And I think if you're selling as something that is a burden to the other person, of course, you're going to think of selling as something bad. But let's be honest, selling is about serving. There is something that you truly believe on. There is something that you have seen that changes people's lives. It has changed your life. How are you not going to talk about it, right? Selling is all about serving because you have experienced it. You're talking from your experience. You believe it. You have seen people being impacted by the same thing. At the end of the day, it's all about serving because people know it. They see it in your eyes that this is something you're passionate about, you believe. And if they need it, then they'll allow themselves to be served, right? You cannot help someone who is not willing to receive help. And that takes me to the next lesson. You got to be detached from the outcome. I have clarity calls with clients, of course. Some decide to work with me, some decide not to, which is totally okay. And I feel one of the biggest lessons that I've learned is giving my best self, serving At the end of my clarity call, something that I've started to incorporate is whatever decision you make, I fully support you, even if it's working with me or not. And it comes from that serving mindset and detaching yourself from the outcome and trusting that people know what they need at that moment and at that stage of your life. And you got to trust that people have the resources they need to succeed and they know what's better for them at that moment, right? And detaching yourself from the outcome because what's important is to show up as your best self, show up from like heart-centered, meaning like I'm here to serve you, right? And if you decide to work with me, great. And if not, hey, maybe next time, right? I think detaching yourself from the outcome is so important and so many people don't start to do new things, to create a new reality because... They want to control the outcome. And let me tell you, in life, not only entrepreneurship, 
you are not control of the outcome. The only thing you're control of is yourself, my friend. So just focusing on being your best self and having this serving attitude, that's the only thing you can do. Everything else, <laughs> it's out of your hands completely and it's for the best, whatever thing that happens. I think that was a big one for me, having a clear direction. As I mentioned at the beginning of this episode, having a clear direction of the person who I want to be and what I want to be doing five, 10 years from now was a huge enabler and help for me to make the decisions that I've done in order to live my purpose and live in alignment. The community I mentioned, the other piece, <laughs> resting and recharging. I'm someone that as I've started my business, I'm very business and career focused here because this is my baby. And I think also allowing time for personal things, allowing time to take care of yourself, not only take care of others. It has been such a big lesson for me, which I'm still learning. I'm still implementing, just listening to my body when I need to rest and to my mind without feeling guilty that I'm resting. I'm still working on that, my friends. <laughs> I hope this episode was super helpful and insightful in your life, in your career, independent of the way or the reality you want to create. I think there are many lessons here that apply to all of us. It doesn't matter if you want to be an entrepreneur or not. I want to thank you again because I really appreciate your presence, your attention. Time is the most important currency. It's not money. Money can be replaced several times. Time cannot. And the fact that you're spending the time, your time here with me, it means a lot. So I want to thank you from my heart completely. Thank you so much. And I'll see you in the next episode. Thank you so much for listening at With Clarity and Purpose. I really hope you enjoyed today's episode. Sharing is caring. Please share with your friends and family so we can continue building an empowered community together. I'll see you next week.